The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday! You know what that means. Time to call us, 888-855-2297. You're looking live at Tostito Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at Star Frisco. It's 75 degrees. It feels like 79. The low tonight, 62, and I'm talking really fast because <laughs> we have a special guest joining the show. Yeah. Thank you to Wingstop for bringing this man on the show and letting us talk to him for about 15 minutes. The one, the only, I'm going to call him the madman of game day, and I'll tell you why here oh. in just a minute. But J-Ron Kurz, welcome to Hanging with the Boys. How are are you today i'm doing good uh appreciate you guys having me absolutely so before everybody else starts asking you questions i have to know something because you were the nicest most mild-mannered guy you were really nice when you were on the show with me and brad a few weeks back but on game day you are a a wild man you you are on another level is there just a switch that flips with you on game day that you just enter a, a different dimension or, or what happens to you on game day uh it's just me getting into that mode uh you know just getting into game mode getting into competitive mode and you know juices just go to flowing and it's just a totally different guy than on my normal everyday life <laughs> You like that, Nate? I like that. Hey, hey, what music do you listen to to get crunk up, man, for that that type of that juice flowing? Crunk up? What are you talking about? You, you don't even uh, know use that. You don't talk about that. Well, hold on. I'm talking to the brother, man. Stop. Uh, go ahead, J-Rod. Stop. Go ahead on J-Rod. Forget that dude crunk just up. with the dreads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a variety of things I listen to. Uh, you know, whether it's, you know, a lot of hard hip-hop music uh, or some old-school Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Yes, sir. type music. Uh, I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot of different things. It just depends uh, on how I'm feeling in that particular moment. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm up and ready to go, then I can kind of tone it down a little bit and chill. But if I'm, you know, trying to get myself going and get into it, I'm, I'm turning it to something that's crazy and going to really get the juices flowing, like I said before. So, you know, it all just depends on, on, on how I'm feeling the moment I step in uh, that stadium. All right, one more question about game day, and then I'll let Kurt and Jesse jump in here. Me and Chris have noticed on game day, especially home games, I don't know if I've noticed it in away games, the team huddle breaks down out in the middle of the field. <clears throat> Everybody walks into the locker room, and then that's before the game starts, and then the teams run back out. When they break down, they all go to the locker room. You go the other direction, and you go put your helmet on on the bench. Is that like a tradition? Is there a reason why you do that? How'd you How'd you start doing that? Uh, it's just something I always I've always done. I think I started doing it like my second year in the league. Uh, you know, I just always done it. So you know, I, I stuck. I stick with it. I'm 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 kind of a, a superstitious guy. So. You know, if I'm doing something and it's working, I'm I'm going to continue to do it. So, you know, it's just something I always, always, uh, I always done. So, you know, I stick to my routine, not try to 
differentiate too much uh, on game day, and then I try to do the same exact thing every week. So you know, that's something I've always done, so I just continue to do it. Well, it's working, so don't stop. Don't stop this year. So, <laughs> Hey, Jaron, this is Kurt. I appreciate you being on the show today. Um, a lot of times, you know, a new guy comes into into a locker room. It's tough to become a leader. I mean, how how's that been for you? How are you? I mean, you've become a leader on this defense. How are you able to kind of take on that role? Uh, for me, it's 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 not really. You know, it wasn't much for me because I'm just being who I am. Uh, you know, not really trying to be anybody else. I'm just being myself and, you know, if, you know, people see me as a leader, you know, just based off who I am and who I'm being, then that's that's just what it is. I can take that on. But, you know, I'm, it's been pretty easy because I'm, I don't have to change who I am. I can be exactly who I am. And, you know, if that's just a natural, natural leader, then, you know, it works for the situation. So I don't really – it wasn't really too much – too tough for me or too hard on me because, you know, I'm – I'm I'm that I'm that guy, you know. So, joining hanging with the boys, we got Cowboy safety J. Ron Curse. Can I call you J.K.? I know we ain't, we ain't quite friends, so but can I call you J.K.? This sounds better. Than, <laughs> I like I like the way that sounds. Can I call you J.K.? Yeah, yeah, you good. I appreciate that. Okay, I don't want to call him JK. Then he got the phone, be like, "This dude calling me JK, like he and I don't know something like that." Oh no, this clown! Who is this guy? But no, my question to you, JK, is this: What does Dan Quinn? What what has Dan Quinn meant to this defense? And if you can describe Dan Quinn in one word, what would it be? Uh. Describe Q in one word. Man, you only gave the man one word, Jesse. That's tough. I would. I gotta save the rest of the words for me. Oh. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a leader. He's a he's a leader. He's a leader. And what does he mean uh, to this defense? To you, you know, and to me personally, he's meant he's meant a lot just to. You know, to me, as for my personal, for my personal growth and and you know, just the things I've been able to do, he's he's meant a lot to me. Uh, you know, being at this point in my career and uh, just now being able to get the opportunity I have, uh, you know, with the coach like with the coach like Q, and you know, him believing in me uh, has been something that's been big for me. Uh, just knowing that, you know, every time I step on the field, I got the full belief in him. Uh, and he believes in me that I can go out there and get the job done and, and do the things that he's asking me to do. So, for me, he's been he's he's been a, he's been a great a great addition to to me myself in this this point of my career. So, you know, I can't thank him enough for it. Give us a little bit of your past, uh, short, you know, of your career because you, you said he means things for the, at this point in your career. So that means, have you always been this guy in your career as the player? Yeah, I've been the. I've been, you know, me personally, I feel I've been the same. I've been the same player, you know, since I stepped into this league. Uh, obviously, you know, no one's the same exact player they are when they first get into the league to this point that I'm at now. But as far as just the skill set, the mindset, I feel like I've been the same player. Uh, I've seen a lot of things. I've learned a lot of things throughout my time in this league that's made me the player I am right now. But as far as just skill set, mentality, and those type of attributes, I feel like I've been the same exact player since I stepped into the league. Uh, you know, for me, it's just opportunities presented itself now. And, 
you know, I've just been able to take advantage of it and, and do and do the best I can. JK, coming off that loss a week or so ago to from Denver, what was the message? And I don't mean the monkey butt stuff, but what was the message and the feel in the locker room from leaders like you, and I know Dak is a leader, but what was that feeling and that and that message in the locker room saying, you know what, guys, like how did you guys get yourselves ready to go out and play the way that you played in Atlanta and put that kind of performance on? Uh, just wake the hell up. That's really it. Wake the hell up. Uh, you know, we're not we're not we're not gonna go out and just beat beat teams because we're the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we have to go out there and play our play our type of ball, have our type of mentality, have our type of mindset to go out and out hit everybody that we play. You know, and that's been the that's been the thing that I've preached throughout throughout that past week that, you know, we just we didn't play our type of ball. You know, we didn't have the right mindset going into that game. Uh, you know, whether it was overlooking them or, you know, just not being like I said, not being woke, not being ready to play. So you know, that was my mindset going into it. And, you know, everybody else followed that mindset or had that mindset themselves that we were going to go out there and dominate and, and show that, you know, last week that was on us. It, it was nothing that, you know, that's a, Denver is a, is, a, is a quality team, but it was nothing that they did. It was all us and our, you know, our or lack thereof of mentality and having the right mindset to, to go out there and dominate. So you had so that coming off that Denver game, you had the motivation of, you know, Let's get our act together. We're going to do this again. Now you're coming off a game where you just dominated. You know, you had everything clicking. How do you keep that motivation going? How do you keep that level of intensity going? Uh, you know, just you know, it's it's two sides. So you have either the pain, the pain. Like I forgot exactly how the saying goes, but you know, we we go out there and we we lay an egg, and it's time to bounce back. That's it. it. It feels bad when you go out there and lose like that to a team you know you should beat. And it also feels good to go out there and beat a team that you know you should beat and completely dominate. So you kind of get that hunger that, like, if we just go out there and play our game, this is what we can do week in and week out. So, you know, after after losing, you, you're angry because what just happened, now you know you have to get that back. After winning, it's the same for us. We're still hungry because we know – if we can go out there and play that same type of ball every week, then it's not a lot of teams that can, can compete with us or keep us from doing the things that we want to do. Like our goals are all still in front of us, you know, and we just have to keep it going because we know, like, as far as it goes with offense, defense, special teams, we can be the best at all three phases. And, you know, that hunger is going to stay there because we know what it looks like now, like, when we go out there and play all three phases on the same page and play dominant ball on all three levels, all three phases of this game, like nobody in this league can compete with us. And, you know, we have that hunger to know that week in and week out, if we go out there and play like that, then everything that we want to do that we had in our in our vision to start this year, we'll get to the end of the year and, and be satisfied with it. All right, one more football question, and then we're going to go around the horn and ask you non-football stuff. We'll end the interview on on a fun note, so that way maybe you'll want to come back one day if we ask you back. Um, the football question that I have is: since you since the season started, you've you've kind of you, you always break the DBs down back in the back in the tunnel, and then and you started breaking down the huddle out on the field, and in this game, I noticed Dak 
broke it down, and he was extra, extra, extra passionate out on the field. Did he did he walk up to you and say, I got it today, or how do you guys determine who's going to break the team down and who's not? Like, how'd that, how'd that work out? Uh, you know, it's just it's, it's parts of this thing as far as, you know, uh, being looked at as a leader on the defense, Dak being looked at as a leader on the offense. But all in all, Dak, Dak leads this team. You know, this team this team goes as far as that takes us. So, you know, it, it just comes to, you know, during warm-ups and everything, it's like that could come to me and say, J.K., you want to you get it this time? Or, you know, if he doesn't say anything, we know Dak has the break because mm-hmm. Dak is the, the leader of this team altogether. So, you know, we just go out there and we do our normal routine. And, you know, Dak handles all that. Is, you know, if he feels like a guy's, you know, been in it and, and ready to go and he feels like I'm let them break it down today, then that's what it's going to be. But, you know, for us is, you know, we have all, all dogs on this team. So no matter who breaks it down, we're going to pick up on that juice, pick up on that energy and be ready to go after, after they give their speech. We had, we had J Lou on the show last night on Cowboys hour. And I never even thought about this. And he said, there's a lot of pressure in breaking down the huddle, because if you break it down and you have a bad game, Guys don't want you in there doing it no more. So, like, there's some responsibility that comes with that, isn't it? Uh, it is. It is. Uh, you know, but is is this is this what comes with it? You know, uh, you know when you when you look that as that type of guy, that type of leader, you know, you break the huddle down, and you know you got to go out there and bust your ass to go out there and make plays, and you know, and, and keep and keep the juice going because uh, guys are listening to you uh, do the breakdown and the huddle and. It's like if he's not coming with it, then we can't let him break it down no more. So, you know, it's a lot of pressure that comes with it. Yeah, well, I know you you come with it from the time you walk in the stadium to the time you leave, man. So I, I've witnessed it firsthand. All right, so All right, some fun, you got fun stuff? Yeah, go you go first. Right, I, I'll go first. All right, so one of the things that I used to enjoy about the locker room and the plane rides were the bets. So, like, J.K., tell me, I, I see uh, Dak and sometimes Micah Parsons playing this tennis ball shooting game in the locker room. Um, so tell me, what is that game? And as far as bets, what has been the biggest bet you've seen someone lose, whether it be on the plane ride with the card games or playing this shoot-it basketball, tennis ball, garbage can game in the locker room? What's the biggest bet someone has lost this year? Uh I'd rather not disclose. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'll pray you wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, just give us you don't have to give us the player, give us the amount. Look at you, Jesse, trying to get that man in trouble. Uh, get the amount. Don't do it. <laughs> I can't I, I, uh, I can't I can't say I can't say that I know the biggest amount, you know, uh, that's been you know, but you know, I just know we have a lot of fun in that locker room. That's all I, that's all I can say. Do you, wow. Chris had a good question. Have, do you play the, the, the basketball and the clothes hamper? Do you get in there with them and play that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Majority of the time we're, you know, we're playing we're playing teams on it. So Who's the best? You know, a lot of us that get, get sorry. Who's the best? Yeah. I don't think we have, I don't think we have a unanimous best. Uh, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, everybody has their own and off days. So, what about the, what? I don't ab- think I don't think we can. What about the worst? Because everybody's got that friend that that wants to play but loses every time they play. Surely, there's one of those guys in the locker room, right? <laughs> uh, 
I'd rather not. I'd rather not. We're trying to. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. I don't want to make it. We'll stay. We'll stay. We'll stay away from that. All right. My my fun question is: What is your what What are your hobbies? What do you do outside of football? Obviously, during the season. All the fans know all you do is watch film and practice. You don't have any hobbies during the season. But outside <laughs> the season, what do you like to do? Uh, I like to bowl. I bowl a lot. Okay. Pretty good bowler. Actually, just last year, just last year, I actually started. Uh, I ain't, I'm not too good at it right now, but um, you know, I'm getting the gist of it. I started golfing. So, you know, those are two things that I, I would say I enjoy doing a lot. Uh. You know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm great at one of them, but uh, the other one, I'm still I'm a work in progress. I got a thousand dollars on a bowling game. What's up? Ooh. We can talk about that. I wanted to see if the competitor was going to yeah, come out yeah, and be like, yeah. "Oh, bet it's a bet. Let's go, let's go, let's get it." Wow. What, what's your high game bowling? <laughs> Uh, two forty-two. Oh, that's solid. Easy. What about money. you, Jesse? Easy money. What's your high game, Jesse? Two seventy-five. Oh, that'd be a good Let's game, though. Some, come on, JK. <laughs> Let's go. Do a little hanging with the boys. So buddy, give me, give me know, some of that playoff it's, money. It's, it's different. It's different. It's different because. It's different because I'm a, I'm going I'm going to raise to the level of competition. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like to hear. I think I think I think it'll be a good one. So we can we can definitely get that. <laughs> All right, we're gonna make that happen. Nate, what is you get the final question of the show? What do you y- got? young brother? I, I just been sitting here sitting here admiring you, man, and your coolness and your calmness, man. And I understand when you that cool and that calm. That dude is waiting right now to explode on somebody come Sunday, man. <laughs> you can't be this laid back and this easy going, man, and something ain't simmering. So, you know, bro, I'm just I'm just waiting. And I want Shannon, you need to take a film of that, bro. Okay. I will. This weekend because, man, I'm loving you. Just keep doing being who you are, man, and being that dude. Right, thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. I really do. It means a lot, man. I appreciate that. I, JK. J, I can call him JK. JK. Okay, we'll call him JK. Well, JK, JK thank you so much. Wingstop, <laughs> thank you for making this happen and, and allowing us to get uh, JK on the show. We all are big fans of yours, man. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep blowing dudes up and uh, go get that win up in Kansas City this weekend. All right, thank you. Appreciate y'all for having me. All right, you bet, yes, man. Sir. We will be right back. Call us 888-855-2297. The People Show. We'll be right back. Hang with the boys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, 
talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero, guacamole. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleader Dance Academy camps on December 21st and oh, at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT&T Stadium. Space is limited. So register today at DallasCowboys.com slash Academy. That was great. Yeah, J-Ron, J- yeah. J-Ron was good, man. Why, why were you guys giving me the snake Sign. We didn't, I didn't, want, we didn't want you wrong. We didn't want you to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx him. I, I, tell, I had to put the Kurt, cross up. Bro. I tell you what, uh, Kurt. I, I talked tell, to Anthony Brown I, last week. I tell you what, if something happens to J. Ron Curse this week, what you, happened to Anthony Brown you, last week? He went off. Well then, y'all need to put some respect on that man's name too. <laughs> tell I told y'all this year, that's my guy. Did y'all see what he did after that touchdown? He ran the wrong damn way. I was in the other end zone. He nah, got confused. That's right. He was supposed to go right to you. He doesn't wasn't he? know you. He doesn't. I texted know you. him after the game and I said, "He doesn't know you. He doesn't know this agreement text, that you keep lying he does. about." He I texted him after he the doesn't. game and he said, "Oh, I'm supposed to go to the end zone that we're facing." And I said, "Yes." He goes, "Oh, my bad." So there, I'm telling you, we got a pact. You're gonna see it before he the season. Know who you he's gonna are. get. Sounds he's like gonna get a pick. He doesn't know. I, I promise you. If we were walking all out in the street, and you walk by him and be like, "What's up, bro?" He'd be like, "What's up?" Jesse, but he wouldn't be like, "Yo, Jesse, what's up?" You ain't, you ain't my friend. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, man. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. If he's man. your friend, have him call in right now. I'm gonna tell you something, bro. This is off day. He ain't gonna do that. <laughs> is we what? gonna get to these people, man? Oh we yeah, who we got on the phone, Chris? Nate's needing his accolades now, you know. Yeah, man. We, we got we got thirty seconds. If y'all Chris. call, if y'all call today and y'all come at me, get them fast. Get them. Telling y'all, I am locked and loaded. I'm ready to go. All right, we got Johnny in El Paso on the phone. Johnny, give it to Jesse. Give it to him, Jay. Jay, give it to him. Can we call you Jay? Go ahead, sir. You got 15 seconds. No, you got 30. So, looking at the defense this week and seeing the defensive line step up against this offense for the Falcons, uh, what hope can we have that they do the same thing when it comes to the Chiefs coming up this week? I really like listening to you guys and appreciate the shout-outs when you guys do it. Thank you. Appreciate it. I want all my defensive linemen 
say 1,001, 1,002, and jump straight up in the air. <laughs> All right? Because <laughs> getting to this dude going to be hard. Yeah. So mm-hmm. go 1,001, 1,002, and if you ain't wide open to get to sack him or to pressure him, jump up in there and try to bat down the ball. And when you grab him, grab both arms because he can throw it with either one of them. Yeah, so that's that's the chance we have. When you, and I'm, when you Kirk, know a guy is mobile like that and it's going to get rid of it quick, do they – do anything different? Who, the who? the line, defensive linemen, will they do anything different? Like, do they know they can't just go full rush of the field? I mean, yeah, you'll, you'll work more in that week of getting your hands up. If you mm-hmm. know there's a quarterback that gets the ball out quickly and stuff like that, you'll work on that week of getting your hands up and trying to get balls down. And one thing you will do, because if you don't do it, coach, the defensive line coach is going to cut you out. You will stay in your lanes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You, the defensive ends, don't try this quick, oh, I'm going to get him inside then, you know, because he he's your ability. He'll get outside of you. And this dude, there ain't nothing he can't do with that ball. We yeah. all know that. So yeah. stay in your lanes. And I'm serious. If you don't get 1,001, 1,002, and you got your eyes on him, and you ain't got there cleanly, or uh, you ain't half a man, Get ready to see where his eyes at and try to jump. You know, that's if he ain't throwing the 30 yards down the field. <laughs> he he said he's learned his lesson. If, if this isn't – and we'll get going to it tomorrow. If this isn't fun. the one game, it'll probably be this one and one at the end of the year where being where you're supposed to be yes. all the, the time. Because it yes. only takes one, right? It only <laughs> takes – and there isn't an arm angle that he can't throw 50 yards from. Not yeah. one. Falling down even. Falling <laughs> down, left, leaning left, leaning right. So this will be – I'm, I'm not in Dead Quinn's hand. It's going to be fun. But as a coach, he has to hammer in assignment, alignment, assignment, alignment. Be there. Yeah. Don't gamble. Don't don't fall asleep. Like, you got – as your DBs, you got to tell your DBs, hey, listen, I know your internal clock says 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, kind of find the football. You can't. Because he can outrun Tyreek Hill can outrun you, and he has an arm to outthrow you. Mm-hmm. So you you gotta stay t- until you hear a whistle. Stay attached. Mm. Don't worry about looking back. Don't worry about trying to find anything because this is one of those games where is, does that make it easier for their tackles because they know their our defensive linemen are gonna stay wide. No, 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 no. Because the offensive line have been struggling. They've given up uh, uh, seventeen sacks, I think. So. They've been struggling a little bit, but I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a fun game. Yeah, they gave us 17 sacks because they got a young offensive line. They, they revamped the whole deal, and a couple of guys have been hurt. I know we ain't supposed to be going over this. All I'm saying is you got to be inside. And that's why I'm saying this young man, he's sitting there chilling like he is, <laughs> but he got to be saying, he got to keep himself simmering. I can't wait to Sunday. I cannot. When you go against the best – are one of the top in quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends. You know, you got to be burning, man. Yeah. And, and Coach Johnson, when we played, and I don't know how much we did, he, uh, you know, he he would just bring things out slowly. You know, he he wouldn't he would make the week just crawl because if you if you go to trying to not work on you and go to trying to really look at them, it gets you to it gets you hype. Gets you hype, man. Speaking of being hype, Chris, who we got on the phone? Hype him up. We got Patrick in Houston. What's up, Patrick? What's going on, y'all? Man, I just wanted to tell y'all, y'all are the best podcast, hands down. Y'all got the best, <laughs> the best chemistry. Y'all like 
Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Keep doing your thing. But let me get to it. I got two two points. One, Nate, I want you to tell me, have you seen any improvement out of Tyler Biotis? Mm-hmm. And is it just me or is Anthony Brown our best corner? We got to put some respect on that. Let's go. Put some respect on that man. <laughs> man. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. Keep doing your thing, baby. Thanks, man. You know what? I don't know if, if Chris gave him a grace period, but – he got no, compliments no, in the no, front. He hit no. two points, and he complimented us on the way out. That's the way you do it, <laughs> nope, man. Nope. He actually got 27 seconds. There you That's go. The there you go, Patrick. That's the call. Tyler Biotish, man. He's maintaining. See, and that's what I try to tell people. When you're not a dominant offensive lineman like our left tackle and our right guard, when you're not dominant, and Lyle has that potential, you just got to get in some shape. When you're not dominant, you have to just maintain you don't make mistakes, and you don't let guys just shove you back. And if they do, you know, you're always working to push them back or get on even ground. We got great enough backs and skill position players that we don't need dominant, overpowering linemen. We just need them to stick on the folks. Right. You know, and, and Tyler's been doing – he's been doing just that. You know, he's been just sticking on the folks. Uh, he's just a tough guy. He gets everybody lined up. You know, and, and, the, and the Brown thing, I'm going to let somebody else speak on that because uh, I see him when he make a play. And I, you know, and so lately he's been making plays, and lately he's been on his man. So things have been nice for him. I'm not going. I can't. I don't knock when it ain't nothing to knock. You got some pretty decent. I mean, you got some good corners between Jordan Lewis, which had a hell of a game, maybe yeah. the best game of his career this past week. You got Trayvon, that I think you, you're spot on, Jesse. He's not a shutdown corner. He's a very opportunistic corner, like you saw this last game. He got beat. He got beat a few times, mm-hmm. but he also was in the right place at the right time when, mm-hmm. when, the, when they missed, you know. And then you got Anthony Brown. You know, we, you, they say receivers, you know, they have receivers, they say they're bad ball catchers. That means when you have a bad quarterback, wobbly, right. but they, they bad ball catchers. Is he not a bad ball? If you throw a bad <laughs> ball, is Diggs not the guy to catch it? Because that route, that was a bad – Everything about that pass was wrong, what he got. Tell yeah, me about that. The pass was so wrong. Because here's a crazy part about it. Matt Ryan picked a really bad time right. to throw it to the one in the middle. Because <laughs> he had Kyle Pitts open out in front of Diggs, and he had the guy going down the sideline open. Uh-huh. I don't know where he was trying to throw this football, but Diggs said, well, if you throw it to me, I'll catch it. <laughs> right. So he was like, you got a completion one way or another. You just, you just threw it to the wrong team. And it's the catch that he made – you could just see the wide receiver background in him because I'm going to be honest with you, 99% of the DBs in the league don't go up and catch that ball yeah. behind their head all hands the way that he did. They they may they may get a hand on it. They may tip it up, and they don't give you the, they'll give you the oh, I almost the had the it. Ground. Yeah, like, no. oh, I, I almost yeah. had it. No, you didn't. But for him to go up there and snatch it, I mean snatch it the way that he did, that that, that tells you – that tells you all you need and to know. And he's done that. Like, that's not the first time he's no, snatched he did a the couple ball. of games ago yeah. where I'm telling you, the dude threw a bad route about two, three games ago. And I'm like, that, that, I couldn't understand. I said, I need Jesse because this was, I know this was wrong. Yeah. I just yeah. knew it was wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, who was he? You got a receiver out front, you got one going, and here's a guy that's covered in the middle. And you thought to the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dig said, Dig said, if, 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 it's so, if it's so wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> Keep throwing it to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take our last break when we come back. Got a little sound bite for you guys just to let you know that I'm not the only one. When we come back on the People Show, hanging wow. with the boys. Wow. <laughs>
Better be some. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the Star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. November 19th through December the 18th. Admission and parking are free. For more information, visit thestardistrict.com. And before we get back to some phone calls, we had Jordan Lewis on Cowboys Hour last night with me and Brad Sham. And I do this segment on there, Kurt, every week where I – Pull up a Wikipedia page, and I go through it, and I I fact check along the way. You fact check? A fact check, Uh, yeah. F-A-C-T. Oh, not fat. No, no, no. I thought you said fat check. I hadn't had any of those guys on the show yet. So we do that, and then I always slide one in at the end that's totally just made up, right? And uh, this is the end of of the segment. And Jordan Lewis was on the show, and I slide in that he was uh, a three-time – in junior high, he was a three-time championship tap dancer. Okay? And this, and this is what happens. It's about a minute long, so just let it roll, Chris. In middle school, you were named uh, Detroit Regional Tap Dance Champion for three years in a row. Tap dance – I did ta- – I tried tap dance when I was five. I did. You, you thought that was going to be. I completely made yeah, that up. Yeah, see, look, yeah. Man, my mom, she talked, she she brought me there. So mom's verified. Like, yeah, I was five years old. And, like, they was tap, like, it was tap dancing. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was intimidated. And you just were out after no, one class no, or did I, you stick with it a little I bit? I peed on myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, that's so there you go. Funny. After yesterday's show, I thought that was pretty ironic I that he I was five. Just a five. Five. five year old kid. Five. It's not the same. <laughs> I know you ain't much taller, but you probably much bigger than a five year old. I just thought I thought that was funny. As soon as he said that, I was like, I got I got to play that. That's funny. Yeah, we had a real good crowd. He uh, he referenced that about two more times. His mom was at the show. That's why he was talking about his mom. And he referenced. She was a top dance instructor. Is she? No, he asked he, him the I think he said she took him there. She took oh, him. She there. took him. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought, I yeah. thought she was, he was instructor. Yeah. So there you go. I'm not the only one. Although there was probably quite a few years difference in the ages <laughs> that we did it. Now look, I didn't do this. And he like, didn't lose a girl behind. I didn't lose. <laughs> I didn't do this like a week or two ago. This was like this was way when I was way younger. It was at least ten years. It was at least ten five. years ago, yeah. At least <laughs> yeah, about five, really. No, ten years ago, I'm like, you're still full grown. Yeah, I was still, yeah, I was still old. I was too old to be doing yeah, that. I, I, promise <laughs> I promise you. Now I'm at the age. If I did it, it's understandable. It's like, oh, poor you, thing. Yeah, you close to getting his bladder. Is, yeah, he, he just let's can't get a hold sponsor. Yeah. Depend. There we go. All right, let's go back to the phones, Chris. Who we got? We got Brandon and Sulphur Springs. Brandon, what's going on, fellas? What's going on? What up? Um. So my question is for uh, for Nate. Yesterday, uh, when y'all were grading the, uh, the performance of the team, you gave him an eight out of ten. My question is, with the performance that they did have, would playing a better team have gave them a higher grade, like a nine out of ten, or was there more that they could have done in that game to get a higher grade? I was wondering that too. What's it take to get a higher grade than? Thank you, eight? Brandon. It takes a high grade when we get in them playoffs and we do somebody like that in the first round, you're going to get a 9 or a 10 from me. When you get a team that's equal to you. What if they go into Kansas City and they do the same thing? They hold them to, let's say, under 15 points and they score 40. Is oh, it- man, I'm giving them eight and a half, nine. But okay. I, see, my grading don't get easier as it goes. I want to see the opponent. If They did what they were supposed to do. You know, we're a week late doing what we're supposed to do, but they did it, and they did it in a big way. They did it in a big way. But, see, I'm a little weary because, as Jesse know, we can have 71 plays, but at the wrong time we can get one of them crazy holdings, and it'll, it, it'll, it'll, it'll kick us. And you go from a nine all the way down to a six. I want <laughs> I know this is the people show. They're calling yeah. in today. But Jerry said something on on uh, the fan, our flagship station this morning. He was talking about Connor Williams. Missouri. He was in Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> definitely in Missouri. And uh, he was talking about how sometimes players have to change their technique when when refs are calling a certain thing. On a, he was talking about all the holding penalties against Connor Williams, and he was talking about him adjusting his technique because they're seeing something, even though he may not be holding, they're seeing something that's making them call it. Is that is that a real thing? Do you have that to change the way you play? That is a real thing. He's got the he got to go four now, right? games. Yeah, he got to go four. Like he blocked the linebacker. He was first, second, the second or first holding he got. He went out. He hit the linebacker right, and instead of just letting the guy go, he tried to get a quick yank. Where the refs are looking at you, you can't give the, You blocked him, you got to understand that you got great running backs. Let him go. Right. You hit him, boom, boom, let it go. And I'm Some sure other guys yeah. might get away with that. Yes. Yeah, and I was going to say, I'm sure the other team, before the game starts, the coaches are like, that number 52, watch him. He does watch this. Watch him, watch him. Yep. He does yeah. This. And they're going, and I'm telling you, this Chris Jones, I know we ain't supposed to be talking about it. They, he plays inside and outside. But in big, in big time passing situations, I, He's going to get his fair share of the left guard because going over on that right side ain't going to be nice. 
So, and he'll get out on that left end, on our left uh, tackle, because that's who he is. Chris Jones is they all-around guy, so we got to keep an eye on him. But, you know, I, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, well, he go 52 plays and he only get two holdings. But these people that saying that don't understand that when you get in the playoffs and things intensify, now you have those same 52 plays and at the, you'll be down by three, you need a touchdown, or you need to tie the score to push it into overtime, and guess when that holding coming? Because everybody's intense and everybody's looking and everybody's screaming. And at the wrong time, you'll be like, wow. Mm. All right, Chris, who we got? I got nobody. What? I know, right? This is going to be a fun game, fellas. This thing will be exciting, bro. 888-855-2297. You got a Twitter question? Good, well, it's not a question. They know Jesse ain't going ain't to apologize. I thought this was kind of Apologize funny. for what? I'm just saying the text we had yesterday. Yeah, I was waiting for her I know a young lady want to get through here. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't yeah, want that call. That's me either, man. I'm kind of nervous about that call. That's going to make me so uncomfortable. Yeah. She don't want that call. <laughs> I don't want that call. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. They're like, you be there to do a woman this year. What you got, Kurt? What oh, you doing? Um, well, I was waiting on you guys. You were having a nice conversation there. No, anyway, it was just a funny comment. Robert Leo, I think it says. He's, he was talking about our interview with, with Kurt. He said, uh, something has to be said about J.K.'s coolness. Those type of guys deserve a whole lot of leave alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, ask yeah. Chris. Chris, he's, he's a crazy man on game day. Yeah, he's pretty crazy on game day for sure. I do got to give, like, so one of my friends who watched the show religiously, she says that nothing is greater. She says the best person on the show is Kurt. She says nothing is greater in the world than a spicy Kurt. <laughs> she loves when Kurt comes yeah. back at you, mm-hmm. at Nate. I, oh, but yeah, he don't come back at his mentor or <laughs> boss man or preacher or whatever you are to him. Huh? His best friend. Yeah, best whatever. friend. No, we just, we just align. We, we, we agree. Yeah. We agree I, on a lot of the same things. Everything you say, what you going to say today? <laughs> You think think he's texting him? We got a side sex going on. What you want to What you want to do in the show? You you, you agree on this? All right, let's go in there. I got calls. Who you got? I got uh, Dallas and Duvall. Dallas, what's up? Hey man, how y'all gentlemen doing? We great. All right, thirty seconds. Be quick about it. Nate, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Doing great. If you remember, if you reminisce back when we had a big LA, uh, big Mister Larry Allen. I'm gonna call him Mister. Put some spec on his name. Is there anybody that you can say dominate like he did or as he has in the past that's on our team at this time? Appreciate it. Love you guys. Y'all take it easy. Thank you for the call. No. Not even close, huh? <laughs> no. Don't, that's the only player. That's the only player. Is there anybody in the league? Has there been anybody in the league since Larry Allen? Aaron Donald. Hmm. It's the wrong side of the ball. You asked me about dominate. Martin's not <laughs> close. Martin's not close. Who? Zach Martin. They athletic wise, they can play as many positions. But, but, but I know Larry Allen can go to that left tackle and make All Pro, Pro Bowl, and Hall of Fame. Yeah. So never, not even not an offensive lineman in the league since Larry has even. You been asked close. me, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Okay. So we Fair had enough. a question yesterday that we said we want to get to Nate. Um, uh, oh. I think we have a special caller. Do we? I, I believe Chris. Yes, Chris okay. said we might. So Ooh, let's see hold that happened. thought, Jesse. If yeah, we okay. have time, we'll go back to it. <laughs> okay. Chris, who do we have on the phone? I've here? got Lauren in Orlando. Oh, oh, Lauren in Orlando. Wow. What's up, Lauren? Hey guys, how you guys doing today? All right, Good. how you doing, ma'am? 
Oh man, oh man, Nate, Nate, Orlando, Jones High School. Yes, I mean, it is. This, this is this is a pleasure. This is a pleasure. Thank you, man. Uh, I'm nervous. I never get through. So I'm gonna make this really quick. Um, been a cowboy fan my entire life. It's a pleasure to talk to you guys. My dad. I always wondered why my dad wanted to get out of church on Sunday so early. <laughs> Watch the Cowboys. But honestly, I just want to say thank you guys so much. Um, as a woman, it's a pleasure. Um, you guys give me the juice that I need to go and talk trash to the guys. People don't think that the girls, you know, that women really follow this team, follow this sport. But like up. I said, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you all. Um, Nate, you're the best. Thank um, you. Uh, <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, I just got one question for um, for my friend, uh, um, uh, Trevor. I call him Trevor. He looks like Trevor from, uh, from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> but... Um, like I said, I just I just want to thank you guys so much. Um, you guys are the best. Um, I do think the Cowboys are going to take it all. That's the best thing about being a Cowboys fan is that the optimism. You know, even when we're down, you always got fans saying, we're going to make it, we're going to make it. So this is quick. Thank you guys for calling. I'm going to keep calling this, and I keep talking to you guys. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank, you. You thank, thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much. Uh, Chris, what are you doing back there on the phones, man? Yeah, I, what, you know, you I, doing, was, I was praying for a Lord don't cut off. She yeah, started crying. Was sweet. Yeah, she, was she was sweet. Was she was sweet. She was but you know, you but you know who own. I thought it was. Normally, last week, I tried to do the same thing. You're like, why, why didn't you cut her off? No, he should have cut her off. I mean, don't get me wrong. He should have yeah. cut her but off. But I'm, I'm so, waiting on somebody else to get in there. I'm waiting on somebody else to get in there. It's okay. Lauren, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Jay Hodge said the day we die. We love But anyway, I'm just waiting on somebody else, man. Yesterday, I was real nervous about when we was getting that thread going on that tech. But for <laughs> today, I don't know. You know what? We're out of time. Oh, she Maybe Thursday. Mm-hmm. Maybe Thursday. Yeah. Kurt. What happens Thursday? Hopefully, we have our special caller that's been going after Jesse on Twitter for the last day and a half. <laughs> yeah. What? Do you want to call her out by name or you just want to wait till no. she calls? You want to give her a shout out? You don't no. want to give her any free pub, Ooh, do you? Free Unless pub. she calls in and faces yeah. the music, right? You got to come You got to come see us. And hey, if you do call in, I don't know what you want with me, but leave me out this. This is you and Jesse. I have done nothing. I have done, as in the words of Nate Newton, I have done nothing. Yeah, man. <laughs> nothing. Wow. Kurt, good show today, man. That was fun. JK, thank you for joining us, Jesse. A spicy Kurt. Thanks for being here, Nate. Thanks for bringing it. Chris, thanks for getting JK on the phone and explaining all the technology to him. Aaron, we're going to miss you, man. What happened? Oh, wait. We'll talk about that Friday. Okay. 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 Wow, man. Let me go to Aaron and see what's going on. Yeah, okay. You got me nervous now. Make sure my badge still works. William, <laughs> William, thanks for... Thanks for Bro, keeping Will. the show on the live stream. We'll be Bro, back Will. tomorrow. What's up, baby? Cowboys offense, Kansas City defense on the People Show. Hang it with the boys. Chris Jones. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,